Guess what time it is? Totally local. That's right. Totally local podcast here today. And uh, as always, uh, thank you, Ming. Thank you, a shared universe podcast studio and a uh, special guest on this wonderful, wonderful cloudy day is Mr. Mike Merrill. Hi. I think that that intro music is kind of cool. I feel like uh, that's the kind of music that robots have sex to, like yeah. in their brains, like when they, they're oh. like just really getting into it because it's kind of like cool and sexy at the same time on you know whatever i'm just it gets a little <laughs> yeah. synthy too so i can totally see that i'll take that you know ro- robot porn music i love it but uh, love thanks it. for having me this studio is amazing by the way i'm just like i'm kind of captivated by all the stuff in here you, you could get you could get a little distracted by all of the you know <laughs> like everything items. behind ming is like i'm just like standing <laughs> but i can't see i love it <laughs> so mike hey it's been a while buddy how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm lovely, man. You, I'm you, lovely. You're always lovely. I, I usually am. Yeah, yeah. I usually am. I would say about 85% of the time. And if I'm not, I usually just hide uh-huh. under blankets. Yeah. And that's why I, I like to like, I like to track you down for stuff like this because, uh, you know, you're a busy guy. You're always moving. Well, we've come a long way since, um, I guess, like, we would do we would do this kind of similar thing in uh, a booth at the Annex or something uh-huh, yeah. with crowd noise and try to talk about nonsense. So yeah. it's nice that we're, like, we're legit now. Yeah. This is, this is totally, cool. totally legit. <laughs> Thanks to Ming. Um, what's it called? Uh, let's see. You, uh, what have you been, what have you been doing, man? Well, I, uh, I mean, as far as music goes, everything's been kind of, you know, as you know, like being in Asbury and being in the industry as far as like service industry or as far as like in the music industry, like everything kind of is uh, a little bit slow. Yeah. Uh, you know, between like December and February, things kind of just like shut down. I mean, there's still shows, there's still stuff going on, but it's like everyone's kind of staying in the house a little bit more and it's not as, it's not as active, but things are starting to like be a little bit more vibrant and things Mm -hmm. are starting to like pick up and. A lot of big things happening in town. So yeah, and for those of you uh, viewers and listeners at home that don't know, Mike Merrill is a man about town. He <laughs> is known all over Asbury Park. He is a fantastic DJ. One of the, you know, in my opinion, you know, you're, you're top five DJ in, in the area. Well, I've I've been lucky enough to be able to do this for a long time. I've been I've been kind of in town and like doing stuff in Asbury. I guess on the on the music scene for, I guess maybe almost over ten years at this point. I think I came in into town. I was working at a, I was working at 106.3 on the when it was a rock. Station. Shout out uh, to 163 uh, when man. it was G Rock Radio, and I was an on air personality there. And I did uh, a show on Sunday nights called The Underground. And I was kind of like, I know I started to get kind of uh, integrated into the scene a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and they started to bring me in. I started doing DJ nights with this thing called Club Deep. Where's I don't know Club if, Deep? So Club Deep is uh, it we're, was, we're going we're, deep. <laughs> we're going deep. Uh, this is I know this is kind of like an origin story, but yeah, that's what we want. Club Deep used is now where Langosta Lounge is. Uh huh. Now it was <laughs> it was a couple things, um, but it was basically like a hollow space where kind of like a DIY thing where yeah. bands would play, and there was a couple bars, and it was just like it was just basically locals and there would be like hardcore shows there on Sundays and there would be like all kinds of local stuff like Billy O'Brien and, and stuff like and, and Danny Croak shout out to them they would kind of book the you know book the venue and it was it was a really like grimy amazing time to be in Asbury uh, and they kind of put me on so ever since then I've just been lucky enough to kind of like you know build some you know some some relationships and some circles uh-huh. and you know being able to kind of branch off and start doing the lanes and then doing the pony and then starting doing all the like all the, you know, all the smith bars like you uh-huh. know the brick walls and the portas of the world so i've been able to kind of just like maintain it and still kind of try to keep it fresh and um you know people still for some reason keep coming out to, to say hi to me and yeah, support so definitely i mean you know it's it, it's something to be said that you are like an og as far as the area is concerned you know you were here before 
you know, it's it's a lot prettier now. It's a lot prettier, yeah. I mean, there really was when I was when I was doing stuff there uh, at the time. I guess around 2007, there was really nothing there. It was you know the pony was there, the Wonder Bar was there. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, they'd be shows at convention hall. Um, the lanes was like our place. Like the lanes was like the place where we'd all be able to kind of uh, you know be and and see music on a consistent basis, and, uh-huh. and it felt like home. And um, obviously that is no more at the time. Uh, but there's also, you know, there's still, the, the community is still vibrant. It's just a little bit different. Like yeah. there used to be stuff going on where, you know, there'd be like three shows at three cool places and whatever. And then you'd be able to still go get a, a bite to eat somewhere. I mean, this is this was before Bond Street. This is before Johnny Max. This is before. And now it's like you go to, you know, somewhere on the weekends and you try to get a table you somewhere can't. and it's impossible. Yeah. So, and I think that's something too that people need to really to really recognize and, and and to bridge the gap between the idea of this nostalgia that people are kind of stuck in versus where we are right now with uh, do, I, do I hear something? It's really just, I have like ADD so it like is oh that was me that's you <laughs> I'm like do I hear that somewhere? nice job oh man I messed it up I messed it up I just want to share it man I just want to share it to the people why won't it why isn't there no share button? Oh, whatever. Oh, wait, there it is. <laughs> Share. Sorry, guys. I got to do this. Social it's okay. Media. Do what you got to do. So there's a, the, the idea of bridging the gap between, you know, where we were nostalgia-wise versus where we are now, especially in Asbury Park. It's like people want to talk about Asbury Lanes, and I loved the lanes. It was like open arms when I first came back to the area, moved back. And didn't know anybody, you know, uh, and, and you know, just, you know, shout out, epic shouts to Ralph for, like, introducing <laughs> me to everybody I know in Asbury Park. Um, but going there was great. But at the same time, it's like the, the place was literally falling apart. Right. You know? So it's a double-edged sword, uh, especially for someone like me. Because, I, you know, not only do I DJ, but I also bartend in town, mm-hmm. um, you know, at, at, at all the bars at Convention Hall and stuff. And. It, it is it's kind of tough to be someone you know people that have been there for a really long time before all this stuff happened and now before the town is swarmed with with out of towners and things like that um, it's good for us you know it's good for me that I can do yeah. you know that I can DJ Bond Street or I can DJ the Asbury Hotel or Anchors Bend and there's going to be a built in crowd of people that are coming out from all over the place yeah. and like pe- like more people means more money you know yeah. same thing with the bartending thing uh-huh. it's like I have a you know if I had to depend on locals all the time <laughs> I you know I'd be I'd have three jobs yeah. but now that everyone's coming down from you know from all over the place, whether it's you know towns over like Belmar and Manasquan, or people from coming from Staten Island, um, you know it's definitely a thing where it's it's a double edged sword. Where it's it, it's good because the community's thriving, mm-hmm. but it also sucks because it's like the thing that we loved about it mm-hmm. is kind of like slowly kind of going away and being taken away. Yeah, and I mean at the same time too, you know people people can hide behind you know this anonymous you know commenting that they do on Facebook social media of like oh this sucks it used to be great blah 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 but like. There were times when when I I would be at the lanes and there wouldn't be anybody like I don't know where those people were that yeah. are commenting on how great it was because <laughs> you know they weren't really there supporting it every single time not that they could or should but stop throwing shade at the idea that it's getting you know, yeah. built up. Yeah, the whole, the whole thing can honestly, the whole subject can suck a dick, seriously. <laughs> like, uh, over her Nasbury and all that shit, suck a dick. It's all stupid. <laughs> like, it's, it's always cool to talk about the good old days and whatever. But you know what? Yeah, you got to deal with fucking Benny's from out of town. But you know what? You're, you know, we're going to have a, a ramen spot and an Indian food restaurant coming <laughs> in here because, like, you know, they're coming down here and spending money with the owner of your favorite establishment. So, and if, you have, any, if, you, have any, if you have any quarters, just put them in the store. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, shit, day. I didn't see that. Oh, I did it again. 
Uh, I don't have any change. I'll have to Venmo. Can I Venmo you that jar? Totally, that- totally. Uh, not a big deal at all. Um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 there. We're all here. We're we're dealing with it. We're we're all in this together, whether we like it or not. Right. And as long as you're support supporting your cause, your culture, and it's you know, we're all in here to to kind of you know, we're all stuck here doing it in right. this area. Um, and there is still if if you want to go out and and you don't want to see out of towners, there are bars to go to. Yeah, of course. You know, and if if you want to go out and get crazy, there are other places to go to. You know. Yeah, let's well, let's not mention those places because you know because <laughs> it's it's we, super secret. If you know, you know. Yeah, exactly. If you know, you know. Exactly. Um, so you know, you, you got your start in Asbury Park basically through what you were just saying the before it was Langosta Lounge, right? So that, I mean, that that was the first bar that I started kind of DJing around town and kind of doing certain things. But I also, you know, being uh, in radio and working for that, I you know, I got to do things like you know, I got to like you know introduce block party and, and do like do cool things at the time around like when we, when like alternative music was really on the rise there around yeah. 2007 2008 there was just opportunities there was bands coming into town and things that I was able to kind of like latch on to and and kind of be able to stay relevant were I guess were you what kind of music would you say you were cuz you're a cl- you love all kinds of stuff you know you love you're a music lover so you love all kinds w- were there certain you know was there a genre were you sticking in a lane when you were playing those early I mean gigs? yeah I mean the early stuff I mean it definitely was like the like the 2000 to 2005 like indie explosion stuff like you know between like uh electro clashy electro clashy <laughs> but then also like the you know the super indie stuff like uh-huh. yeah but like your you know arcade fire the stills block party uh you know uh the french kicks uh mm-hmm. we are scientists like i'm just trying to think of like there were so many bands that came out at that particular time that had like such a cool sound because it was yeah. kind of like dance music but it was like guitar driven yeah it was like okay to dance to this it was okay to dance yeah the, uh, the, you know the rapture that's yeah. is a great oh, yeah. is a great example that's when of like i started djing getting into like this was before when i was using vinyl right and i'd be playing places on a stage and the stage would be bouncing and the needle would be skipping i'd be like this is this is uncomfortable so my thing was always basically trying to like mix that stuff with the things I really like with uh, the thing I'd like to DJ the most is hip hop so like mm-hmm. I like I, I consider myself like 60% like a hip hop DJ really yeah I, I think so because I feel like I, I feel like most of the sets that I do and the things that I do I feel like it always kind of uh, comes back to Kanye it comes back it comes back <laughs> to that situation where like I've definitely done sets where you know it's it's more rock based or you know whatever mm-hmm. and, and people have loved it but I feel like I've never gotten a reaction yeah. and I've never had a night where things have kind of gotten out of control and amazing more than I've done like you know like a straight like two hour grimy hip hop set yeah and that's like I, when I think about you know when I first was introduced to you, it was actually at um, it was at uh, Lango. Well, it wasn't uh, Langosta. It was where we were playing. What's it called? Uh, Yacht Club. Oh, Yacht Club. Yeah. Uh, and I was there with again. Shout out to Ralph. Is we we were there and and uh, LCD sound system came on and I'm like, see, man, I want to be playing stuff like this. And Ralph was like, well, go talk to Mike. He's playing right now. You guys <laughs> should do a night together. And that's yeah. how me and you kind of connected with all that. Right. Um, and I feel like. You know when <laughs> when we were DJing, I, I maybe I leaned on you a little too much because y- you you know how to. Th- there's all different kinds of DJs out there, and you're the kind of DJ that when you're playing, you could kind of hone in and tune into uh, a general consensus of this song is going to make everybody excited in this place right, right. now. Right. Well, that kind of comes from. It's not only 
just like doing it for a while. Mm -hmm. And I would say there was a very dark period in my life when I did a lot of weddings. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I, um, and, and that was great. You know, it was I, for about three or four years, though, I did about 100 weddings. You're, you have the temperament for it. You know? I, yeah. I mean, not much anymore. But, I, you know, I still do them for friends and things. But I, uh-huh. but I definitely feel as though like do, like from doing those kind of events and doing like weddings and birthday parties mm-hmm. and special and private events and things like that, yeah. like having to make sure that you kind of like like look at the crowd and see what you think is going to work and what's not going to work and knowing all the new stuff that maybe I don't want to listen to but you know what's ultra ultra super popular right now right so uh, it's gotten to the point right now where I feel like and this kind of goes along with how things have changed uh-huh. I feel like a couple years ago it would have been easier to kind of do like an obscure set I feel mm-hmm. like it would have been cool to do like a two hour indie indie clash electro yeah. set and people would just be cool with it and enjoy it yeah. but now it's like it's they think you're a jukebox Box. They think that I'm a jukebox, and I like it's it's tough to be able to. I, I have a no request policy, but if someone asks me if I to take requests, like I always want to hear them out, yeah, because I feel like sometimes it's like, oh, that is the absolute worst thing or worst idea I've ever heard. Why would I play? You Eric know, why Church. would I play this? Why would I play? Eric? Yeah, that's a, that's a terror. I can't believe someone Somebody asked for Eric Church. Oh, you play, I was like, who? Who? What? They're like, it, it's country music. I'm like, do you hear? I'm like, house beat in the background. I'm like, why and how? Yeah, or like if I'm if I have like the if the crowd's kind of going, someone's like, can you play? Uh, how about some Lady in Red? You know, it just like just something that just doesn't make any yeah, sense with what I'm playing. Needle, like, and like it's, just. It's almost just like a thing where it's like almost like common sense. I'm like, dude, I have like 50 people like going crazy here. Why would I just switch it up to a completely yeah. different thing? But I just, you know, I try to do my best to be nice to people. Um, That's where I failed. It- <laughs> I'll just be like, no, it's stupid, man. Go away. Well, tequila helps. Yeah. Well, that that makes it worse for me because then I'm cursing. At you, <laughs> just you know? believe- like, I think church. It's definitely. I think it's maybe it has made it worse for me a couple times. Um, <laughs> you always I, you're always smiling though, even when you're telling them to go after. <laughs> I do. Well, them. that's the thing. It's like because the thing is, I feel like sometimes it's it's so loud when they're yeah. asking for things, yeah. and I can literally be smiling and telling them that they're the worst person on the planet, but they think <laughs> that I'm just like talking to them about, uh, you know. I I think the idea of you know one of my favorite books is Last Night a DJ Saved My Life, and it's just the history of DJing, and the idea of a DJ has gone from you know taste selection selectors, music selectors that are bringing you music that is good. You're standing up there playing music and letting people know this is a good song. It went from that to somehow people think that they, you know, could come in and and and, and like it's like a jukebox. Right. They think they could just walk up to you. I, I've told people, I'm like, oh, you love that song? I'm like, how about you go outside, go in your car, <laughs> turn your car You probably listen to it on the way here. Yeah, so, so listen to something new, you know? Yeah, it's it's when people try to give you directions, it's, it's really tough. It's, they're like, they're like, I, I've definitely been playing like something a little more like, like I'm not playing something that's like fist pumper things. And uh-huh. like, either people come to me and like, hey man, uh-huh. why don't you just pump it up a little bit? Why don't you just pump it up? My friends and I want to dance. I'm like, cool man. Well, you know what? Why don't you just yeah? It's like go to, like, go dude. Away. If I'm if I'm doing a rock set up at Bond Street and you're not happy because you want to go here like a mm-hmm. like a, you know Calvin Harris, yeah. Then go head over to Porta, man. Like that's definitely yeah. happening. Like there's enough there's enough there's going enough around variety. town. Yeah. Just because your friends didn't want to go there and you're stuck here and you you know you don't want you want to hear the chain smokers yeah that's cool and all like i respect your your you know your musical taste but yeah. i mean i don't but I, I you know i i'm i'm not gonna i'm just i'm not gonna do it because i'm gonna make your night happy you yeah. know whatever. yeah and i mean it, it, it's it's appreciating you know it's appreciating the art it's 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 like when uh when foggy notion shout out to foggy notion when he when he djs it's great because he's got vinyl so there's that added respect where people are like m- like mystified by vinyl yeah and no one's gonna come up to him and expect him 
him to play it because they're like, you know, he's playing Ico Ico on a 45. He's not, you're not going to have chain smokers, you know? Right. I mean, and yeah, and that's, and he's got that kind of built in situation, yeah, so which is could, cool. You know, but it's, you know, and, and that kind of, that kind of thing is, is a little bothersome to me at this point too. Like, I feel like there's like this thing uh, between, especially between DJs. Yeah. Like there's like this new, like as far as I go, like I use, a, I use very simple equipment. I, I have never claimed to be like an amazing technical DJ. Uh-huh. I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not like a beat matching uh-huh. master. Yeah. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm more of a slam mixer and I'm just, I'm just about choosing songs to rock a party. Yeah. I don't really, I'm not sitting here and being technical. So I don't go down to the Atlantic city DJ convention uh-huh. and spend $10,000 on like a fancy rig yeah. and all this other equipment and all this shit just so I can have this other DJ who does the same thing, try to look at me like I'm his peer. Yeah, yeah. Like I did Bond Street the other night, man, I have to, this is, <laughs> I have to tell you this story. Like, so I'm, I'm, I did Bond Street and it was awesome. Yeah. Like I, I had a we great night, Street. I had a great night. It was, it was, a, it was a, a live party. Everyone had a great time. I was leaving, and I guess some kid had seen like my rig and my setup because I basically used a controller with a laptop. Yeah, yeah. I used to use CD. I used to use CD players and uh-huh. CDJs where I would lug fucking three bags of CDs <laughs> and stuff, and like you know, like leave a, a gig drenched in sweat because I don't. Yeah. I don't plan stuff out. I usually just go on the fly. So That's, I'm like yeah. digging through CD. You know, yeah. I did that for years, carrying all that stuff around, like fifty pounds of CDs. Like I don't want to do that anymore. Amen. So if I have a, if I don't have to bring a PA to someplace, I'm bringing my backpack with my stuff, and we're gonna have a good time. Yeah. But so I'm walking out and. uh some kid's like, hey, man, thanks for bringing the laptop to the party. <laughs> and this dude was like, I mean, he was, he, you know, he, he, I, I wanted to be like, well, where, do you, where are you working this weekend? You know what I mean? Let's <laughs> so go heckle him. But it was kind of funny because he was with somebody that I knew and uh, I got distracted and I left. And I guess I didn't realize what he was trying to say to me. Hmm. So I left. And I honestly, man, I, I was up all night. Just thinking about scenarios of what I would have said to this kid, and that, then, and then he like he, it's like he did it, man. It's like yeah. he said something and he got to me, and it bothered me so much to the point where I was tossing and turning. I thought about seventy four different scenarios of things that I would have told his ass <laughs> that bothered me. And but like the thing is, like I sh- that shouldn't bother me. No, you know what I mean. Like I don't, I don't know why go. it does, but at the same time, like it's not respectful. At the same time, who is this guy to try to sit here and and you know get on my case yeah. or judge what I'm doing or how I do it? Yeah, it's not even even you know aside from the technical stuff. Having the mind, and if anyone that knows Mike Merrill knows, he is thinking about 20 different things at the same time. <laughs> and that's the kind of mind you need to be able to pick what you're going to make people happy with. And it's it's not a simple thing, you know? It's not something that's simple. Uh, just because you're you're using a, a simplified, uh, you know, rack of equipment or a laptop and a controller, like, there's, there's still skill in there involved. You don't need to be hitting buttons or scratching for their, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with that either. Like, if you could do that no, stuff, that's I, I admire that like yeah. I, like I said I admire it but I would never like I, I would never judge somebody else you know what I mean like yeah. I, I wouldn't like like if, if you're a DJ we're all trying to like we're all trying to make money and try to be good and yeah. try to like have like make you know make uh, a business out of this or uh-huh. at least like ha- like at least have fun doing yeah. it you know for some people it's just a hobby and it's uh-huh. fun you know it's like don't just don't be a, like seriously like I like I've never been like you know talking about haters and stuff but like man like the haters just they're they are they're out there yeah they and exist. it's it, I, I really like the idea too of building a culture and a community n- not necessarily based on a genre but based on the fact that we all love this area right and there's a there's a bunch of DJs and if you're in the community in the area 
area on any level, you know who those DJs are that you see out, that you appreciate, and and you support them just because you know the struggle is real. Yeah. You know, if there's some yahoos coming in from out of town and and don't respect what you're doing, that's not helping this community and not helping this area. Right. And I can, and I have, there's specific people and things I could talk about, but I don't want to, this is not the idea of this is to come here and and talk. No, we're not, we're not, we're not talking smack. What we're talking about is, is sad, sad goth music happening tonight. You know what? This is, this is, um, this is fun for me, man, because like I'm, I'm a, you know, I was born in 1980 and Uh like I, you know, shout out to 1980. 1980. So like I'm, I was, I was an 80s kid, but kind of like a you know 90s kid at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But like, you know, and I've been listening to like the Cure and Nine Inch Nails since I was like 10, 11 years old. And, uh, it's always been something like that whole culture has kind of always attracted me, and I've never actually gone out of my way to do that. I've definitely did like, you did you put on like like black like nail polish and sad I've, faces? I've what? never done nail polish and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, I, I have an extensive black t shirt band uh, <laughs> collection, but I, you know I've gone like I used to go like Rocky Horror and uh-huh. stuff like that. Like I've definitely like put makeup on and uh-huh. like put like fishnets on. I've gone to Rocky Horror. Yeah. That's like what's like two or three times, but. I just I, I've never been like the kind of like you know go to the mall with a lunchbox and a pack of smokes <laughs> and stuff and that's that was a little actually even before my time but I've always been into that kind of culture and that kind of music like I like sad bastard music uh-huh. um, and uh, and that's always been a thing so I always say I'm kind of like I'm kind of goth on the inside because uh-huh. like, that's just kind of how I am. W- were you like growing up would you just be like leave me alone mom you don't understand? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean I would like I would do a thing where I would like I-, I would come home and I had I had a perfectly great life like I've never you know I never had I mean I've g- I've gone through some shit like we all have yeah. but I-, I was never like I was never like an, a-, a sad kid uh-huh. but I definitely would like come home from school and I'd put on like something you can something I can never have by Nine Inch Nails and look out the window and just be like melancholy and I'm like I don't know why I'm doing this like the music just made me feel that way uh-huh. <laughs> so I, I feel like I've always kind of had that side to me uh-huh. uh, you know to a degree I think I'm kind of like it's kind of like being a romantic yeah. but like having like this kind of um, I guess this uh, jilted version of that and it, it took me until like I was older actually the, the first time that I ever appreciated The Cure and nobody get mad at me but the first time was a f- it was a few years ago um i randomly ended up at uh at foggy notion's house i, I w- he wasn't there at the time but i went through his record collection and i put the cure on and i was a little hammered and i was like this stuff is pretty good there's something about it where it's like he's sad i'm a little sad but i could like dance around you yeah know what i mean so that's what that's what that, that whole goth music thing is it's like it's a mixture between like it's like punk meets uh electro and then just like you know, you got to have that voice. Like, there's something about, you know, female or male. There's got to be, like, some sort of, like, uh, ethereal voice behind it. You how know? did how did it come about? Like, this – oh, anyway, Goth Night tonight, Asbury Park Brewery. Shout out to Asbury Park Brewery. How did how did how did it come about? Were you guys just sitting around being real sad? Yeah, I, no, I just you know what I've I've wanted to do it. I did something very similar at Little Buddy, uh, uh-huh. I guess maybe a few months ago. I've never been invited in there. There's no sign <laughs> on it. I'm just not. That's why you know it's good to know people like Mike because I, I, I I'm not cool. So little buddies, uh, like it was, it was a special event. I think it was like uh, not Friday the thirteenth. Maybe it was like Halloween time. But uh-huh. I, you know, I went to to Courtney who runs the the place, and I was like, listen, shout I want to do like shout out to Courtney. Uh, I wanted to do like kind of like a dark gothy kind of night. So I was able to kind of really do that there. But uh-huh. this is like the first time where I'm like we're promoting it as that, uh-huh. where it's going to be. So we're gonna we're gonna turn the lights out in the brewery, and it's gonna be a lot of like red. I want it's a lot of reds, and it's gonna be it's gonna be like it, so we're calling the tears. 
tears uh, and beers, yeah. which is like something that I, I'm not good at coming up with names for things, I, but I, I feel like it. this is perfect. Yeah. Um, I think actually my my friend Emily posted something on the on a comment. There's no cover or anything, right? There's no cover. It's free to get in. It's going to start around eight o'clock tonight. I don't know. I mean, we'll you know we'll probably go till maybe like eleven or twelve. Yeah. The brewery doesn't the brewery doesn't generally stay open late like a bar. Uh-huh. Um, but it's gonna like we're gonna like try to create some atmosphere and the music's gonna be cool and there's gonna be great beer mm-hmm. and I think it's just something fun to do. I just like nobody's doing anything like theme driven in town or unique you know what I mean like there's yeah of course like there's DJs everywhere on you know any given night you know Mm -hmm. uh, you know Friday and Saturday is DJs at Porta you know there's a bot there's somebody in the basement on you know whatever but like to have something like this during the week which is something that the locals can kind of enjoy and look I know that like the like music wise like I know that I'm not alone Uh I know there's at least 50 people in town that like that love the cure and Depeche Mode and and they want to drink beer and that's exactly what and so it's like I just think it's going to be something that like I said it's free Mm-hmm. And I just feel like we're gonna give it a shot. Like I said, um, so so Jeff, who's my my best friend, also owns the brewery. I was uh-huh. like, he, you know, he'll he'll kind of be like, hey, like if I say, hey, I want to do this, like he'll kind of give me free reign to just try to like uh-huh. try to make it work. And if it works, then great. If it doesn't, then you know we kind of just like move on to the next thing. Do, do you find that there's a lot of businesses and things going on in this town from when you started that are people that have been here since then? Like this brewery, you know, Asbury Park Brewery, it, it started in the last couple of years, right? Right. So the people that own it are people that... Oh, yeah. That have been in the community for, you know, yeah. you know just been a, just a mainstay of the community just as I have uh-huh. um, for the last, you know, for the last decade or it's, so. It's so important, to, you know, it's so important to support, you know, the DJs and also the businesses, you know, especially if they're making quality, uh, quality brews. Like I was drinking a blonde uh, last night yeah. over at uh, Brando's. Shout out to Brando's, <laughs> uh, you know, and it's such a like I'm, I'm not even like talking smack like it's 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 uh, or, or BSing anybody. But like it's it's a good it's like a classic to me beer that you could just drink. Yeah. And chill. Absolutely. And that's and that was the whole reason behind that uh-huh. particular beer uh-huh. is because you wanted something that was kind of like, you know, there's not every there's so many like IPAs and so yeah. many things which they do well as well. Yeah, but it's hard to find a beer that's just like very unless you want to drink Miller Light or some yeah. shitty light beer. Yeah, that's like something that you can just sit and drink a lot of them uh-huh. and it's easy to go down, but also has a little bit of a kick to it. Like that blonde has got like as far as like the APV, it's got like you know uh-huh. it, it's got a little bit of a kick to it, but yeah. you wouldn't know because it's it goes down so easily. What's what's a good beer at Asbury Park Brewery if you're sitting around and listening to goth music and and feeling you know feeling sadness but happy to be out? What's a good beer? Oh, that's easy. What's a good goth beer? The good goth beer is the is the Asbury Park Roasted Stout uh-huh. uh, because it's as black as your heart. <laughs> My heart, anyway. Uh, but that's, I mean, why not? Like, I mean, if you're going to a dark night, yeah. you might as well be drinking a yeah, dark I'm beer. Yeah, I'm definitely going to, I'm definitely going to, I'm going to try that. Yeah, they should. I mean, there's there's a lot of great beers. Uh, you know, the Sea Dragon IPA is is, uh, is is a really great IPA, and they just started to can that this week, uh-huh. which is oh, exciting. Nice. Um, they actually have a, a special beer now. It's a wheat beer, mm-hmm. uh, which is geniusly named uh, "Smoked Wheat Every Day," uh-huh. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> which good. is really nice. Uh, but I mean, all the stuff is really good. But I, the, my favorite beer is the is the stout, the roasted stout, and that's I'm not a huge beer drinker to be honest. Uh-huh. So when I do drink beer, those are the kind of beers that I gravitate towards. Uh-huh. What, I like uh, the, beer, the dark beers. They do seasonal stuff too. It's not yeah. all. Yep they they have a they have a seasonal. Uh, they they always have some sort of seasonal beer, whether mm-hmm. it's a sour or whether it's an Oktoberfest. I like jumped on the train for sour beers. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a little. There, theirs is really great. It's a, it's a ginger sour, and there was a kind of a collaboration with Six Point Brewery up oh, in New York. Oh, right on. Uh, so I don't think that they have that on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I might be wrong, but I, I they maybe they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that stuff's good. You should definitely try it if you're yeah. into it. But I don't love sour beers.
beers either. I, I, I like sour beers. And it's like I used to – I was making fun of my brother because we would go out. And he'd be like, do you have any sour beers? And nobody had any. Uh, and now I'm that dork that's like, do you have any sour beers? I don't even want to ask anybody because a lot of times they, they, don't, they don't have it. Um, what – like as far as tonight – you know, if if we, I don't know if you want to spoil anything, but like no, as okay. far as tonight, what's what's your, what are your top like peak peak sadness when people have on the darkest makeup and and their hair is all you know Robert Smithed out and 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 they're they're at their height of drinking beers right. and and being sad and sullen together. Um, what's like the peak goth <laughs> sad song? Man, I would say there's actually two that came to mind. Uh, I would say either. Prayers for Rain by The Cure from Disintegration, which uh-huh. is really, or uh, Atmosphere by Joy Division. So if we hear either of those, is that when you're at your peak, God? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. There's a lot of peak stuff. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, you know, what I'm, my plan is for the most part is I'm going to kind of stick to like, there's going to be like the mainstay artists there. There's going to mm-hmm. be the Joy Division and Depeche Mode and Smiths and The Cure. But there's also like, I'm also going to go into the, the shoegaze stuff, uh-huh. you know, the, the slow dives and the My Bloody Valentines of the World. Like that stuff is going to be... Uh, prevalent there. Um, also, newer, like, uh, you know, uh, Black Road Motorcycle Club, the Ravenettes, Black Rider, um, you know, there's uh, like a lot of that stuff. So, th- I'm going to try to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to just mix in the classics with stuff that's, yeah. that's the Interpol is a big one too. Uh-huh. There's going to be a lot of, a lot of inter- like, <laughs> if you know me and I get the chance to play it, there's going to be a lot of Interpol tonight. Uh-huh. And it's um, going to be all, it's all goth. There, it's going to be all goth. Spark. There's no, yeah, it's going to be all like, it's all going to, it's going to be just dark, brooding. Dark but there's brooding, but brooding. dark and brooding. But I will, you know, obviously, like when, when we're talking about the Smiths and the Cure and Depeche, like, there's going to be like upbeat stuff. I'm yeah, not... there's there's happy stuff. I mean, yeah. they're kind of the lyrics are like it'll be an upbeat tune, but they're still talking about like how sad they are that they love you so much. Yeah, like know? I'm I'd, like I'm still going to play like Dead Can Dance and like Love and Rockets so a lot. You know, there's going to uh-huh. be like stuff. You know, there's going to be upbeat stuff. It's not going to be like all just like constantly just like uh-huh. beating you on the head. With like... I, I kind of like it too, like the fact that it is a brewery, so they can't be open all night, so that you could go there chill. Yeah, and then if you want you could go you know elsewhere go to other places but i i love the atmosphere in there right and that's and we're gonna i'm gonna do my best to kind of like you know we're gonna just make it look cool mm-hmm. um and i think it's just something i think it's something that's worth a try at this point and hopefully it goes well tonight and if it does yeah, then we'll do so we'll do some more just just keep you know keep uh keep on keeping on now you uh you you're you're hip <laughs> you're hip mike i you try know? i yeah. try to be i mean it's like effortless but like you you know the bands that are local around here yeah are there like what are your some of your favorite you know bands that are either up and coming established that like you know I, i'm you're friends with everybody so i, I you know I don't, I don't don't feel don't feel worried if you leave anybody <laughs> out because we'll put it in the comments uh, no later. no i i, I know um what you know kind of kind of going along with with that uh, you know i think uh like seaside caves are my favorite band oh yeah in town uh-huh. um, they kind of only because like there's nobody else doing what they do and they kind of like speak to me yeah um, it's like a wall of sound it's kind of like a wall of sound and that's like and that's the kind of stuff I feel like I feel like we need more uh, you know we, we need more distortion and we need more keyboards and we need like more a atmospheric more music a lot more keyboards we need like atmospheric music because you know, it kind of comes in waves around here. Uh-huh. Um, you know, there was a time where there was like a like a room for like eclectic bands to play, and people would listen. And like now, it's kind of gotten back to that whole like kind of like you know. Sh- I'm, I'm trying to say this without trying to be like insulting, or whatever. I just it's like you know, I know that you like Lucero, and I know that you like fucking the, you know the you know the Misfits and shit like that, uh-huh. and I, like that's cool. But mm-hmm. I'm saying like 
and I know like a lot of the bands that are popular on here kind of show those influences on their sleeves, and yeah, they're you know yeah. just it's kind of like straight up rock and roll. Yeah, and that's that's cool and all, but I feel like there needs to be something else. Yeah, there's definitely this wall of Bruce that like uh, <laughs> I think surrounds this whole area, and you know not that I need to, but shout out to Bruce Springsteen. Uh, you know, there's this there's this like ominous like just fevered like feeling of like. This is this is Bruce's area and it's rock and all this stuff. Yeah. But I think it sometimes kind of overshadows the creativity that Bruce kind of tapped into when he was like when he was young. When when he started, he was being innovative. Right. And he was doing things that were interesting. And I think that that doesn't necessarily mean that any of these bands are bad, but it doesn't necessarily mean that everything has to be so like you know right rock. In that like rock bit. forward, right? Yeah. And but there are a lot of great, you know, like uh, not to discount anything. I mean, no. it's, like I said, Seaside Caves, uh, you know, Dentist, Lions, uh, Gods, Parlor Mob is back. Like, there's uh-huh. like, you know, there's a lot of really great bands around show. town. They put on a great show. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it sucks. Cause I, I I hate this because I, I sometimes I draw a blank and I don't want to leave anybody out or anybody mm-hmm. uh, to be offended. I just I. There's a lot of great bands in town. Yeah. I uh, Deal Casino is another one who who I think, by the way, because they've Deal Casino is a band that. Uh, I think has grown so much mm-hmm. in the last couple of years, and now they're like a force. They're you got it. I mean, you have to see them live now. I haven't they're seen just, them, and I haven't seen them in a while. I don't think they're absolutely crushing it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, late waves. Uh, we need you know we need we need bands like Stained Glass and you know uh, Reese to come back because we need like we need some noise. Yeah, and I don't feel like there's as much noise right now. I think what we, we need to do is I think me and you need to sit down and make some. Co- there's got to be like a compilation. Put together. Oh, I mean, we've done that actually. Like you know, especially you know, Ralph. Like uh-huh. there was a compilation um, bands on a budget uh-huh. when they were located on the Madison. When they were in the Madison office, they yeah. were doing stuff like that. A lot of compilations. Yeah, it's a you while know, ago. Front Bottoms, did... by the way. Front Bottoms, oh, another yeah. band that they're that, awesome. They're awesome and yeah. great people. Gay guy, straight guy. I love yeah. That oh, band. gay guy. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why. Like I'm forgetting. These are yeah. my friends. Like yeah. Uh, you know, so I don't want to leave anybody out. That's I why mean... I hate listing that band. But. Um, there's a lot of great bands in town. You gotta it really list is. them though. E- even the people that you're leaving out, if there are any, we still love you too. But there's a lot of people out there that don't know that these bands are out there, or haven't heard of them, and I think that's important that that gets pushed out, you know, more and more. Um, you know, bands on a budget. <laughs> shout out again. You know, CoWorks is is like awesome spot, and they've done they've done a lot in this area. Um, but but that was a while ago that 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 happened. We need we need another compilation or some kind of Spotify list or yeah. somewhere to like well, we can do a Spotify list you know something but if, they, if they're not on there we'll, we'll figure it out but I, I think I think I'm, I'm assigning you that, that job to cool. make a list of you know that's local good, bands because I have, I have nothing to do so that's good <laughs> uh, I uh, like I like I said I, I think that we need some more and it, and it sucks because I can't contribute because I have no musical prowess whatsoever to make to change this but you like taste I, well, I mean yeah but I just I feel like we need like I said like we need more distortion we need more <laughs> we need we need more sad music in this town seriously there's no there's no sad music in this town there's got to be more too because it's so overcast and cold today like come on guys get sad get real sad and make some music and then when you put distortion on it put distortion on top of that distortion with a little reverb and let's get real 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 sad about Feeling it you know? Sad's a good thing. Yeah. It's good for the soul. Like oh, you definitely. know, if you're happy all the time, then you're there's a there's a problem. <laughs> there's a problem. You know, and that's what we're trying to do. So come to the room tonight. <laughs> that's what I mean. Let's is gonna be. Let's be sad together. Let's be let's be sad for a minute, and then we'll bring ourselves back up. We'll have like a, a cheers, like a toast, you know, <laughs> to being sad. We won't smile, but we'll smile on the inside. But it'll it'll be coming with a tear. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, every other you know every other you know city in the country has a, a pocket of bands that are sad bands. Yeah. We don't have any. 
What, uh, so, so basically, you know, in this area, as you know, and people might not know, um, you know, it comes in, in waves where, you know, you're involved in the area and you know that after Labor Day, it kind of just, you know, after, after local summer, it kind of just falls, falls off, you know, as far as crowds and all that stuff. Right. Um, do you feel that there's some kind of way of, of compensating for that? Do you feel like places like the Asbury Park Brewery that that like kind of adds to creating more of a local flavor so people aren't relying on the beach. Well, I mean no, it does. The, and then that's and that's kind of what's happening uh, over the last like 4 or 5 months the the brewery has actually turned into like a a, a great venue and there's uh-huh. shows there 3 4 nights a week now uh-huh. with like really great bands. So like now there's a, once again finally there's like another venue in town to go and see live music on a consistent basis mm-hmm. and good stuff and not not recycling the same it's not recycling the same 8 or 9 bands. Yeah. And on top of that it's also not going to see fucking, you know, some cover band and some guy doing Joe Walsh covers <laughs> at a you know at a at a at a bar that there's well, there's wood everywhere. Yeah, it is. You know what? There's there's definitely a thing where, and and local. I guess it's like this is local winter. I guess at this point in time, local winter. It's it's a good thing because everyone's going out and they're going to the Saint and they're going to the brewery and they're going to Yacht Club and they're still mm-hmm. seeing bands. I mean, it's still it hasn't really come to a standstill as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. And I guess we all kind of like that. Who like the people like that live in town? Mm-hmm. I guess we like the option to be able to do that and not be you know like crushed like sardines to yeah. go see a band play. Do you, do you find that uh, as far as the development, more people coming into town, even in that lo- local winter? Do you find that like <laughs> even in these times that there's more and more people going out because there's just you know not only is it Monmouth University coming into Asbury Park more over the past you know however many years but you know people moving into this area well yeah you know. I mean it's in the in the surrounding towns people finally like it's over the last like, two years it's like they've finally discovered that there's cool shit going on you know that's 10 miles from them so yeah. now so yeah so especially like on Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday days like people are are taking Ubers into town and, and starting to frequent places so oh Uber shout you out know, to Uber <laughs> shout out to Uber so it's helped me out so much so you know a show with the you know like any kind of show going on you know a couple years ago where it would just be like 10 or 15 of us or you know i mean mm-hmm. that's you know that's that's aiming low mm-hmm. uh yeah i mean it's it's now that people understand that this is the place um you know we are the musical hub of new jersey it's true so you know if anyone gives a damn about having a good time then they're gonna come here and that that's just and this is and this is it this is this is the city that we live in now mm-hmm. and this is uh something we're just gonna have to get used to as much as we don't like it yeah but it. I, I think a lot of that is just like it just reeks of nostalgia in the sense of like it was great but you know was it really like it was fun to hang out with your friends and go see stuff and get get you know have crazy times and you know what other <laughs> some of the lanes you know what were you yeah saying? no i know i'm just I'm, the only thing that I'm concerned about, I like that everyone's coming here and spending money mm-hmm. and having a good time. I just want to make sure that when I go to the annex to go get a drink at my bar, mm-hmm. I want to make sure that there's going to be a seat for me there. And if there's yeah. not, then I'm and it's you know then and, I'm going to start getting mad. And people start, you know, you got to be respectful too of, of a town. Like some people go out and they have complete disregard for just. You know, they're throwing up on Cookman or God yeah. knows what else. And like, you know. No, it's a mess. <laughs> yeah. It's, sometimes, you know, people got to be a little aware that, you know, t- to have nice things, you got to, you got to, I, I sound like such an old man. <laughs> but you got to respect those nice things, you yeah. know. Do you, do you think it'll ever be possible? Because when we when we got together and we were DJing, you know, you're you're way more robust than than how, I, like, I, I've kind of picked a lane. I want to play dance music and house music. And this is a selfish kind of question. But like, do you ever think there'll be a point where it'll be there'll be a venue or a space where it's accepted there'll be dance music in a place that's cool and it won't be 
you know, garbage music that, that you know, EDM crap? I don't think so. Really? Um, only because I feel like the people that appreciate that kind of stuff mm-hmm. uh, are, are getting older like us. Uh-huh. And I feel like, you know, the kids that are coming in now, the, you know, the, the kids between like 22 and 30 right now, mm-hmm. um, you know, music isn't, it's, it's not the same as it used to be. Yeah. And it's just like the music that's get, that's pushed in our face all the time. And that's on the radio. And that's mm-hmm. like, that's popular. Like you watch the Grammys now, like that's, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, it's like, it's a total disaster. And like, there are some really great artists making music now, uh-huh. but I, I feel like the musical landscape is so different mm-hmm. and it's so immediate and it's yeah. just so it's, it's kind of lost that flavor that like the things that, the things that we think are good, uh-huh. nobody really thinks are, that are, are good anymore. Oh, you know, like man. no one, you, you know, it's, that's sad. It's tough. I need, I need to hear some goth music now. I'm feeling, I'm feeling so no, I, I really don't think that there's always going to be clubs that are going to play dance music, but I uh-huh. feel like it's with the the aged groups that those kind of places attract right now uh-huh. are are it's it's not that kind of music anymore. Yeah, I just, so I just want a dark dark basement somewhere where where the sound isn't escaping out into anyone's apartment where I could play really loud music and it'll be dance music and everyone would be sweaty and drinking cheap beer. Yeah, I mean it's it sounds good, but on the Jersey Shore, yeah. That's not going to happen. And we could do it in Bushwick somewhere or we yeah, could do it in LA. Yeah, I don't want to travel. I'm too, well, I'm, I know too, that. <laughs> I'm too lazy. I don't want to go that far. But I mean, there's, you know, there's cool cities all around the country and I'm sure mm-hmm. we could probably pull something off like that. Or there there are. Yeah. I'm sure in like Chicago, there's just 20 places that, are, have, that do what we want. Do you, do you think that there is any possibility of like some dystopian future where, you know, rich people from New York take over Asbury Park and there's zero fun left? <laughs> do you think that's possible? Yeah. You do? I, I, that there's no fun left. I mean, yeah, that there's a, just all like swanky, like people dressing all fancy, and they go out and they listen to bad music, and all of the people like us are kind of like huddled in some disgusting alley somewhere, like, <laughs> sharing a fucking sharing a cigarette that we found on the ground that some rich hoity toity person. <laughs> like the way that you're talking about it is very like it's very apocalypto. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm not really sure if it's ever going to get to that extreme, but those right. but those those are the realities that we that we have now. Uh-huh. Like that stuff is happening as we speak. Like the swanky New York people are like they're here mm-hmm. and this is just like you know that the most important thing is that they come here uh-huh. and we try to keep them in check and make sure they're respectful and we, we take their money and what, take everything they have what do you think what do you think is a important way to make sure that the arts music culture that is ingrained in this area the salty vibes that we have on the shore wh- what do you think are some things that people need to keep in mind or keep themselves a part of to make sure that that is is you know well I think we just thriving. need I think we just need people that are kind of still in the community and, and making things like this happen and you know, mm-hmm. like you know, people like you know, people like Jen Hampton, and even like you shout know, out. shout out to Jen, and like people, you know, people that are just like you know, committed to like keeping this place, giving it you know, some sort of mm-hmm. uh, keeping the same sort of identity that we've always had, and not letting that go. So mm-hmm. everyone that's just like still, you know, making art and making music, and you know, you know, you know, Jen Hampton, Scott Stamper, Peter Mantis, like you know, these are yeah. guys that like still have you know, kind of control over everything, and they they can they're keeping their they're, they're keeping it cool, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, so many people, you know, Jeff Plate, um, you know, all, all the all the promoters, you know, mm-hmm. the the Joe the Mike Lawrences and the Joe Politos of the world, like people who are just doing what they can to make sure that there's still cool music in Asbury. Mm-hmm. As long as that's happening, we will not get taken over by the swanky nightclubs. Okay, like as long cool. as like there's a place and as long as there's people still putting on music and giving them a place to go see it, mm-hmm. we're gonna be fine. All right, that's good. And 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 you know, just to reiterate, we're all gonna be fine. And if you're feeling pretty good, but you're you're feeling this overcast day. I want you all to come out to Asbury Park Brewery tonight um, for some for some beers and some tears and be- tears and beers. Yeah. Is it, wait, is it beers and tears? No, it's tears and beers. Tears 
and some beers with Mike Merrill playing some goth music. We're going to be smiling on the inside and a little sad <laughs> on the outside and a little sad on the inside too. That's the whole point. Yeah. That's so uh, thank you so much, Mike. It's always a pleasure. On we've 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 we've. We've seen some times together. We've seen, we have. We've, we've been involved in some instances that we can't talk about on this podcast. Um, and I'll just leave it at that. And I'll say thank you so much for coming in here. Um, I appreciate everything that you do. I love what you do. I love the passion you have for music. I love listening to whatever you have to play, even though I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I love it every single time. Um, thank you, a Shared Universe podcast studio, for, yes, for doing you. this. Thank you so much, Ming. Um, I want to see everyone out tonight. And I'll tell you what, you could all buy me a beer tonight when you see me (laughs) so thanks again this has been totally local podcast coming at you